and Mitch. Come on, come on in. We are, we are. We're on. It's a pickup. Hi, Hello. ladies. Hi, team. Yep, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Heading today. Great savings every day. Hey, Mitch Churi, how are those baked goods you stole from downstairs? Oh, don't bring that up. So we walk in and downstairs they're doing a sales meeting and Mitch walks over and steals some, well, I guess just cake. There was like several pieces of cake. Turns out it wasn't an internal sales meeting. They had literally brought clients in to pitch to them. Yeah. And Mitch was candy from a baby. Mitch was stealing their food. Yeah, we're trying to get them to, to buy ads on the network <laughs> and I stole their blueberry muffin and a, and a small Kit Kat. In your defence, I actually walked in right after you and asked if I could have one too. They said no. I did get up and do a little pitch. I think I just sold our show for the next six oh, months. Yeah, you're we welcome. definitely did. You're welcome. We performed. Um, hey, speaking of performing, she's doing it around the country at the moment. Guess who's on the show today? Hey, I just met you. Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen. She's here. What an icon. What a rock star. Dominating TikTok at the moment too as well. Yeah, isn't that crazy? On TikTok, she's a superstar and she's got new music out as well. She'll be joining us next. There's also a mum who has sparked a very furious debate uh, because she likes to keep her kids on a leash. Now, <laughs> I have some feelings about this as a mum and uh, I don't know if it's going to be well received. I also have some feelings about this. Are you going to put me on my leash? We are. Yeah. We're going to trial it out. <laughs> that was it. I brought this backpack for you to no, wear. No, I'm not putting it on. I'm full of muffins. I'll vomit everywhere. <laughs> all right, that's all coming up on the pickup for your Thursday afternoon on Kiss. Thursday Arvo on Kiss. It's the pickup with Britt, Laura, and Mitch. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse, Blackmore's Executive B Stress Formulas 250s. Available now at Chemist Warehouse for just $47.99. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Ladies, you know this song, right? Oh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. What a Call banger. This used to also be one of my running songs. Like every like real like beady pop yeah. song, that's me on a treadmill right there. <laughs> what well, a terrible image for anyone. Let's tell her about it. She's touring the country at the moment. She's got a brand new album out and she's here on the pickup. Hi, Carly Rae. Hi, Carly. Hey, Carly. Hi. I just feel so lucky to be here and live out my dreams and meet people that I've listened to for so long. So I'm just like, oh. first, I'm going to get the fangirl out of the way. I'm fangirling, Carly. <laughs> Second of all, I want to say congrats on the latest album, The Loneliest Time. Oh, where thank you so where did that come from in terms of, I know you wrote it and it started to come together in isolation in COVID, but do you have aspects in there of physically feeling lonely from a breakup or was it purely just when you were in lockdown? Um, well, I've always been a little fascinated by the, the, the theme of loneliness because I think the cool thing about when you're really lonely is it causes like these chain reactions. You don't just like stay in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've definitely experienced loneliness being a touring artist pretty much my whole life. You're kind of, a, you have these like accelerated, like, you know, high energy moments of performances, but at the end of the night, you're in these like different countries and these hotels by yourself. And I've always sort of not um, totally known what to do with that. I, I sometimes... Uh, think that when I look at this album, uh, COVID sort of really highlighted that emotion for me of like, what do I do in, in isolation on my own? And, and how can I find joy in that time? Because, you know, it's, it's really powerful to not just be frightened of your loneliness. And so this is what the concept of the whole album was. And I think loneliness can make you really brave and courageous and do some crazy things like I think joining a dating app can come from loneliness, for example. <laughs> there we have Beach House. So I don't. I know it sounds a little bit like a, a downer title, but I felt like it was more than that, and that's what excited me about the challenge of, of the loneliest time. What's it like taking something like? I mean, speaking about loneliness and speaking about your own personal experiences, that is something that is so personal. And then taking that and putting it out onto such a public platform, performing it in front of you know thousands and thousands of people. What does that feel like? I mean. 
it's actually quite liberating. I think that what you realize as an emotion that you have is probably shared by lots of people, mm. especially when you think it's a private thing that only you have gone through. You realize that that's not actually the case. I think things like love, things like loneliness, um, longing, and all of these emotions, I think what I'm tapping into as a songwriter is where mm. we connect and meet in the middle of it. So it's not, it's no longer just like my song. It's like your song. And, and we're kind of singing it together. And that's what I'm hoping to create in performances as well. It seems like you are not lonely at the moment. You are dating a Grammy Award-winning music producer. Do you work together or is that like a line in the sand where you're like, we're not crossing this, we're not lovers by night and colleagues by day? Well, it's funny because we actually met um, the good old-fashioned way at work, you know, and we were we were working on a song together. Um, so that's sort of how our relationship was born in a weird way. And there's an intimacy, I think, in any songwriting session um, in terms of you kind of are burying your souls and trying to, like, get to the bottom of some sort of emotion together and, and figure out how to, like you know, put it to words into music. So there was a friendship and intimacy born there. And then I think later on, we started dating. And now, yeah, to answer your question, we we do write. We write more for the joy of it together. I think at the end of the day, he loves writing. I love writing. We're not always thinking about if it's for work versus if it's just because um, that's how we we like to kind of take in the world and take in our experiences. So we we do write a lot. He brought a guitar, actually. He's with me here in Sydney. Oh, um, and we've been working... Uh, on some stuff just with our little travel guitar that we bought in New York. So if, you, if you're writing songs together, do you try and like slip in subliminal messages in there? Like, <laughs> I really wish you'd pick up your socks off the floor. Yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think that that's very I subliminal. Like that. <laughs> what if we name the next album Take the Bins Out on yeah. Time? It's like, I think that's pointed at me. You can get Carly's music everywhere on TikTok. <laughs> the new album The Loneliest Time is everywhere. And thanks for hanging out on the pickup. Oh, thanks, thank you Carly. so much for having me. See thanks, you, Carly. Bye. All right, next, we're unpacking the thing that everyday Australian mums are doing to their children that is going to get them cancelled. It's it's not good stuff. We'll unpack it next at The Pickup. It's The Pickup, Thursday afternoon. Britt, Laura and Mitch, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Heading today, great savings every day. Oh, look, there's nothing like a bit of mum shaming in the world, is there? Oh, we see it every day, don't we? It's Do just, we? Oh, well, you don't notice it because you're not a mum. But not, I notice no. it online. I see it in the forums. I see it on TikTok. Now, there's a mum who has sparked some very furious debates because she has admitted she has told everyone, mm. she even made a TikTok about it, okay. that she likes to keep her kids on a leash. I'm anti-leash. Sorry, I'm going out there. I, th- I think leashes on a kids, they're for dogs and they're for cats if you're into I that. I am no. pro-leash. I, yes. And I, I don't have kids, by the way. <laughs> I think I used to be anti-leash before I had my own children. And now that I have two toddlers, I understand. I get it. I understand the leash. But prior to that, I was like, oh, that's some sort of like, that's a horrible thing to do to your child. Well, here is some information. You guys might not know this, but I used to be a nanny. I had two kids that I had to have on leashes. And now when I say I have to have them, it was thoroughly suggested to me that this is what happened. And let me say it, when I first got it, I was like, I can't put this, I can't walk around with this kid on a leash. Mm. Wait, did the parents give it to you and they like leash my child? Yeah. And it was (laughs) the best thing, Mitch. I know what you're imagining. It's not like a studded collar that goes around their neck like a dog and then you put the leash on. I'm picturing a retractable one. No, they're like, (laughs) they're like cute backpacks. They're cute backpacks. It happened a few times and I was so grateful. They'd be running around like a two-year-old does. They trip on a cobblestone 
and you've got the leash. So as they're falling, you just give it a little bit of a pull and it's like a full safety net. It just pulls them back up and they don't even hit the ground. Oh, and you know the best part is you can attach to the handle of it a little poo bag. So if they poo, yeah, it's that's what you just pick up the poo. Yeah. No, okay, well, this mum, she's based in the US. Her name's Alexis. And she took to TikTok to share that she keeps her child safe by putting a kid leash on him. And anyway, this is a mass now 12.9 million views, which is not a small sum of numbers. No. And look, 50% of people on there are understanding and the other 50% are saying that it is incredibly cruel. It is not cruel. I, yeah, it's not. I don't think that this is cruel. I think my opinions, like I said, have changed so much since becoming a parent. And if you have a child that's a runner, which is a very real thing, they just, as soon as they get out of the car or they're, you know, you're not watching them, they will run. And kids have very bad perception about road safety, about yeah. where they're going, and they'll just, they'll just run. Would Keep you ever leash. leash either of your two girls? Lola, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that kid's leashable. Yeah, she, she needs it. You know, the only bad thing about it is that after a while, the the little turds that are running around like crazy, they get too used to the leash and they have no concept of danger. My little my little kid, Lou, was running and throwing himself around because he knew that nothing was going to happen because I'd, I'd pull him back up. So they just get a bit big for their boots. Is this going to be in like a couple of years? You know how there's got breastfed babies and then formula babies? Are they going to be leashed and unleashed adults growing <laughs> up, you think? I don't think you need to. Or maybe you need to put your boyfriend on a leash. That's about and it. What's the long-term <laughs> impacts? Oh, yeah, they can't stay in relationships. Yeah, terrible. No, yeah, yeah, they hate going on walks. <laughs> They've all got bad scoliosis in the back because I mean, they're leashed. I, I, I think we can go next step into a hands-free leash. You know the ones that just go around your waist? I have it for my oh, dog, Delilah. Now, that I can get around. <laughs> Speaking of animals, uh, Britt, you guys have just come back from Uluru, mm. and I believe you were bitten by something or someone. I was I was bitten by something, yep. And I'm still not over it. <laughs> I don't think I have quite moved on. I'm going to tell you about it very soon. All right, after this, the pickup, it's Kiss. It's the pickup Thursday on Kiss with Britt, Laura, and Mitch. Thanks to Blackmore's Executive B Stress Formulas. 250s are available now at Chemist Warehouse for just $47.99. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Okay, so I've been bitten by a few things in my time. Two weeks ago, Laura and I went into the desert. To, I, I was there, We yes. went to Uluru. Yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> I never thought I would say this sentence, but I was on the back of a very large camel straddling Laura oh. when another camel came up from behind, yeah. like a stealth camel, and bit me. It <laughs> bit me. It's full, what? Full. Where? Where did it bite you? On my arm, above <laughs> my elbow. And it's the biggest oh, camel in Australia. He was a big Bully. His name was Rocky. And yeah. the reason why this is so funny is because the whole time that we were, Britt was straddled to me and we were on a camel, which is truly funny enough in itself, mm. um, Britt kept saying, the camel behind keeps nibbling me. It won't stop nibbling me, which he, I thought was hilarious. So I couldn't stop laughing. Me. And then all of a sudden, Britt was like, he bit me. I start laughing. Britt starts crying. She's yeah. crying oh, yeah, on actually. the back of the camel. Because they, everyone was laughing at me being like, as if. And it, have you seen a camel's teeth? Yeah, it, it's whole she mouth. She was like, I've got a pressure wound. <laughs> yeah, it's whole mouth. Went, Give me a tourniquet. It's whole mouth went around by arm. And like, so it didn't just bite a bit of the flabby skin at the back. It it consumed my whole arm and like pressured and pressured down. It even left a mark on my T-shirt. Oh my God, it thought your little white arm was like a like And a no one, and no one believes me. And I'm, I'm really upset that. I went through a trauma of being bitten by a camel and no one believes me. Everyone always remembers their first bite. I remember mine. I still still to this day it was AMF bowling. I was bitten by James <laughs> Oh my god. Wait, I'm sorry, what James, happened there? It was it was year three. We were playing bowling and James he like a sociopath, James bit me. We had some sort of argument about a strike or a spare. And he bit the bumpers. me bumpers. And then like a sociopath, he looks at me 
and then grabs his own arm <gasps> and bites himself. And then tells the teacher, and then tells you, the did teacher that I did it. And tells the teacher that I did it. Oh, that kid he is bit good. He himself yes. and said you, oh. I think he's serving time now. Ella's called through on 131065. Ella, what got you bit? Well, I got bit by a fish. Oh, oh don't they, aren't they just cute little sucky suckies? Was that one of those fish oh. in Bali that like suck the dead fish, the dead skin off your feet? Oh. No, guys, I thought this was going to be a magical experience. I was snorkeling on the Great Barrier Reef and thought, great, I'm going to swim with turtles. But then I got start, well, kind of bit by this like fish and I got fully infected and had Ew. to get like airlifted out. Oh. oh, well, that escalated quickly. Was Wait, it, it got infected that quickly. Oh, maybe you got poisoned. I did get poisoned. <gasps> by what kind of fish? What, what do we need it? to look out for honestly, here? Like I still, yeah. Well, I still have to find out. I need some marine biologists to like call up in here. What did it look like? It was like multicolored. So was it a box it of jellyfish? Because was- guys, there's so many fish. <laughs> I'm not going to narrow it down. I know. Oh, the next call out we do is for the marine biologist to figure out the fish. It had a tail and it was underwater. <laughs> really uh, narrowing all it down. Right, there, well, all right. What's next? Um, Steph has got- called on thirteen one zero six six five. Steph, what got you bit? I was in Bali with some friends, and we were going through one of those like monkey forests. Oh, uh, in a board. I see where this uh, is going. Yeah. So we were told that, like, generally the monkeys are quite friendly and if one comes up to you, just, you know, be calm and everything. So one jumped on my shoulder. It was like a little baby one. My friend got out the camera and started taking photos and everything and then it bit my neck. Jess. And I come. You're bringing back suppressed trauma memories for me too. I've been bit by a baby monkey in Bali. They're the ones you need to look out for. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I thought, oh, my gosh, it's so cute. It's so cute. Then attacked me. I had to get a rabies shot. It was this whole big thing. So if a monkey comes up to you, just be careful. And now, you're, now you're growing <laughs> hair advice. and eating bananas. Thank wow. You. Thank I you love so that. Much. That is the message of the pickup for That's today. a take home for the day. Guys, if a monkey comes up to be you, careful. be careful. Yeah. Write that down. All right, let's go. Will and Woody are up next. The boys are driving you home. We'll be back tomorrow for your Friday. See you, guys. Bye.